Welcome to another edition of Rhythm of Hope, a program brought to you by the Love and Sambo Music Ministries of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Port Harcourt. Today, you will be blessed by the ministrations of God's servant, Pastor Chigazi Eti, and Love and Sambo. May God minister to you. is the Rhythm of Hope broadcast. My name is Pastor Chigozin Eti. Last week I showed that disobedience to the commandments of God is the reason God allowed his children to be taken into captivity in Babylon. In this presentation I will show two specific scenes that drew God's anger and caused the Babylonian captivity. I will also show how the faith of Daniel and his friends were tested in Babylon. Please pray with me. Dear Lord, as we open your word, may the Holy Spirit illuminate our hearts. May your word find fertile ground in our hearts. May we find your word as lamp to our feet and light to our path. In Jesus' name, amen. The first thing I want you to learn in this message is that all through the Bible, God tests the faith and loyalty of his people. It is not enough to profess to be a Christian. You may even claim to be born again, but God expects obedience as proof of your loyalty to Him. I hear many say that grace and salvation frees us from the law. That's not correct. Grace frees us from the curse of the law. Galatians 3.13 says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Now, what does it mean to be under the curse of the law? Daniel 9.11. Remember, we're studying the book of Daniel. And so we'll draw our major references from Daniel. Daniel 9.11 says, Indeed, all Israel has transgressed your law and turned aside, not obeying your voice. So the curse has been poured out on us. So it is disobedience that brings the curse. 1 John 3, 4 says sin is disobedience to God's law. And Romans 6, 23 says the wages of sin is death. That's the curse. In order to be free from this curse, God says, Mark my people with my law. We find that in Isaiah 8, verse 16. Bind up the testimony and seal the law among my disciples. Now come with me to the book of Ezekiel. Let me show you two specific sins that drew the anger of God against Israel. The first one is in Ezekiel 20, verse 5 to 8. So what is God saying? I chose Israel. On the day I chose Israel, I raised my hand in an oath, saying, I am the Lord your God. Do not defile yourself with idols of Egypt, but you have rebelled against me and would not obey my voice. God continues in verse 12 and 20. Moreover, I gave them my Sabbath to be a sign between me and them that they might know that I am the Lord who sanctifies them. 
In verse 13, God says, The people have greatly defiled my Sabbaths. Do you see how God claims ownership of the Sabbath? In verse 16, God says, They profane my Sabbaths. Paul, speaking about this to New Testament Christians, says in Hebrews 3, verse 7 and 8, God says, Hey, don't test me the way they did in the wilderness. In Hebrews 4, 11, he says, Do not repeat the same example of disobedience. So two reasons God releases anger on Israel and send them into captivity. One, Israel would not put away the idols of the nations. Two, they dishonored God by defiling and profaning his Sabbath. God says in Ezekiel 20, these people despise my judgments. The word judgment is also translated my ordinances or my righteous deeds. When you reject any of the laws of God, you reject his righteousness. You reject his sanctification. The inevitable outcome is judgment. 1 John 3, 4 says, Sin is breaking God's law. James 2, 10 to 12 shows that you cannot choose which of God's commandments to keep and which one to break. Obedience is not possible in our own strength. That's why God sent Jesus first to teach us how to obey. Then having gained victory over sin in human nature, he became the spotless lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is what the Bible presents as a mystery of Christ in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. For everyone under the sound of my voice, I pray that every spirit of rebellion against the commandment of God be taken away from your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, may the power of the Holy Spirit come upon you to discern truth, to convict you of sin, to convict you of righteousness, and to convict you of judgment. In the name of Jesus, Amen. The second thing you need to learn in this message is why Daniel and his friends refused the food that was served at the king's table. And is there any relevance for your spirituality in 2021? Please let's pray again. Holy Spirit, teacher divine, please make this subject plain. Let your child listening now enjoy the sanctifying power of your word. In Jesus' name, Amen. Daniel 1 verse 8, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. In exploring this subject, please cast your mind back to Genesis 3. The first temptation that brought the fall of man had to do with appetite. In Matthew 4, the first temptation of Christ had to do with appetite. Thankfully, unlike Adam and Eve, Christ was victorious and by his victory, he secured victory and redemption for the entire human race. Genesis 24, 29-30, Esau sold his birthright because of appetite. In Matthew 24, verse 38, you also find it in Luke 17, verse 27, that is Matthew 24, 38 and Luke 17, 24, Jesus speaking on the last days, said that one of the things people will be doing that will make them not to pay attention to the nearness of Christ's return is eating and drinking. Child of God, if you take lightly the subject of food and drink, if you regard as inconsequential the subject of diet and appetite in these last days, you imperil not only your physical well-being, you also jeopardize your spiritual standing with God. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself 
with the king's food? What did the king eat that Daniel thought was inappropriate for a child of God? In Daniel 9 verse 2, the word of God says, I, Daniel, understood by the books. This text shows that Daniel was a student of the Bible. He was diligent in Bible study. Daniel and his friends were raised on the dietary instructions spelled out by God in Leviticus 11 and Deuteronomy 14. God specified what the Israelites could eat and what they could not eat. The things he called clean, he instructed they could eat, but other things he called unclean, they were to abstain from. By the way, God had drawn a line between clean and unclean foods way back in Genesis 6, before the flood. Please look at it, Genesis 6, before the flood. That was when God drew a line between clean foods and unclean foods. And it was God himself, not Moses, who called them clean and unclean. Daniel and his friends must have also read Solomon's wisdom in Proverbs 20 verse 1. Wine is a mocker, strong drink is deceitful. Whoever is deceived by it is not wise. Solomon is saying here that beer will make a mockery of you. And it is making a mockery of many people today. Proverbs 31, 4, it is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes to take intoxicating drink. As God gave these dietary instructions in the wilderness, he charged Israel in Exodus 15, verse 26. Exodus 15, verse 26, he says, If you will diligently heed, that is, listen with desire to obey the voice of the Lord your God, and do what is right in his sight, and give ear to his command, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you, which I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. By the way, what are the diseases of Egypt? Recently, a study was commissioned to determine what caused the death of the pharaohs of Egypt, whose corpses have been preserved for centuries. Researchers found out that these bodies, autopsies were done on them, and they found that they were killed by diseases like cancer, brain tumors, diabetes, cardiovascular diseases like enlarger blocked arteries, strokes. There are many Christians today who reject by fire the diseases of Egypt, but are not willing to obey the instructions that will keep them from those diseases. You will find, my friends, that many devout, tongue-speaking, Holy Ghost fire-commanding, born-again Christians are succumbing to cancers, diabetes, stroke, and diseases like that because they have ignored or blatantly rejected God's instruction concerning health and healthy living. Every time God called someone to a special assignment as a Nazarene prophet or king, God gave strict instructions concerning their diet. God knows what we eat and drink affects how we think, how we behave, and eventually our character, what we become. 1 Peter 2 verse 9 But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Daniel and his friends knew that there was no way they could indulge the dainties that the Babylonian palace offered them. They would not be corrupted and their faith compromised. They knew that there were hard decisions to be made. They knew that their loyalty to the God of heaven was under examination. Therefore, they decided to abstain from that which would corrupt and defile them. God honored their faith and elevated them in the kingdom of Babylon. 
Dear friend, before I pray with you, I'd like to make you an offer. Do you find yourself or someone you know addicted to alcohol, smoking, street drugs, or other forms of lifestyle addictions? As a corporate professional, do you find yourself hooked to that cup of coffee so that you cannot wake up until you have had a caffeine rush? God wants to deliver you. Call the number that will be announced to you requesting addiction recovery services. Rest assured that your matter will be treated very confidentially and will work with you prayerfully and professionally until you are free. The second offer I'd like to make is this. Do you find yourself or someone you know suffering from lifestyle ailments like diabetes, stroke, obesity, high blood pressure? Are you having deep vein thrombosis or any other cardiovascular condition? God has given some simple natural remedies and lifestyle reversal strategies that if you follow, you will experience freedom and peace in your body. Within weeks, you will be shouting hallelujah. Please call our number and we'll be, you'll be well on your way to wellness. And not only to wellness, but to wholeness. Please pray with me. Lord, heal your children today. Forgive our sins and all our rebellion and disobedience to your health laws. Teach us today to return to you in repentance and penitence so you can forgive us and heal our land. For everyone suffering one lifestyle condition or the other, please, Lord, heal them and they will be healed. Bless your children today. Let families in want receive provision. Let those in crisis receive divine peace. Let the barren under the sound of my voice become fruitful. Let the heart that are seeking find truth. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. In my next presentation, I will delve deeper into the subject of diet and health and why it is so crucial that you listening to me now take your stand like Daniel to exercise godly discretion in what you eat and drink. Please don't miss that presentation next week. Till I come your way again, there is a rock on which you can rest. That rock is Jesus Christ. There is hope for you in him. God bless you. I'm sure you've been blessed by the ministrations of Pastor Chigazi A.T. and Lavin Sambo. For prayers, counseling and inquiries, please call 0703-486-7027. Do well to join us next Sunday for another edition. Till then, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. God bless you. Rhythm of Hope was brought to you by the Love Ensemble Music Ministries of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Port Harcourt.